0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of you Talk. Today we are joined by our special guest Marie tati How's the pronunciation?
1: Very good.
0: Thank you very much. Who is the CMO of Gate.io which is one of the world's top digital currency trading platforms focusing on the safe trading and hassle-free cryptocurrency journey. Being one of the largest exchanges in the world, Gate.io has a tremendous 1,200 coins listed and over 10 million registered users. Since the launch of Gate.io's NFT Magic Box, a whopping 300,000 NFTs has been minted just in a couple of months. Partnerships with the renowned Board 8 Yacht Club and NBA legend Allen Iverson are some examples of Gate.io's success in the NFT space. With that being said, it's an honor to have you on YouTube today, Marie, and I'm sure our listeners are eager to hear what you have to say. And before we go any further, could you give them a quick hello?
1: Oh, bonjour. Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, <laughs> my name is Marie, and uh, I'm super psyched to be here on the Utah podcast. Exciting.
0: And
2: we're excited to have and you We're
0: here. very excited to have you as well. Uh, before we get into the main questions, uh, would you like to give our audience a quick rundown of what the exchange uh, Gate.io does and what Open an exchange does in general? I'm sure a lot of our listeners know, but I think it's good just to get everyone up to speed.
1: Sure. So Gate.io is kind of your one-stop shop. Crypto Solution. We offer so many different services like crypto, margin, futures, contract trading. And then we also have DeFi products through like Hippo DeFi, uh, custodial services with Wallet.io, investments through Gate Gate.io Labs, uh, investments on a larger scale with Gate Ventures, NFTs with our NFT Magic Box. So there's so much stuff. And a lot of it is also fueled by our, our very own blockchain gate chain. So, yeah. The- and
2: I, I think, so sorry, very, great <laughs> if I just show, quick, quick show. I mean, that, that's just chock, chock a block, chock a block full of functionality. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm a, a user, I'm a trader on GitIO, absolutely love it, love the platform. But I think as soon as people just download it and, and, and dive right in, they just see, you know, there's there's so much on offer, as opposed to, I, I've noticed that with, with other ex- exchanges, um, so much functionality, you know, built into IO, so much to offer traders on every different level of, of the digital sort of market in terms of you know Web3, uh, crypto, tokenization, NFTs. Um, so I absolutely love the work that you're doing. And that's coming from personal experience as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's great for uh crypto investors who are a little bit more seasoned. We are going to be launching a simplified version. We do already have a simplified version for the Android app and then it'll just be, you know, kind of trading and just kind of more regular stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, our our users definitely really enjoy having all of the services available to them. And,
0: uh, when you launched, Gate, uh, when did it launch, uh, Gate, uh, Gate.io and also, uh, How was the journey to have grown it to be one of the largest exchanges in
1: the world? Right. So Gate.io is actually one of the oldest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world because we got started all the way back in 2013. We'll be celebrating our nine-year anniversary in April. With Exciting congrats. Yes, it's going to be amazing. We're going through redesign and all of that. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, over these last eight to nine years we've really we've grown all the way to 10 million users last year and we've listed already 1,300
2: coins. Oh, there you go Robert, you need to update your, uh, your date my numbers, I've only <laughs> got 1,200.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, it just goes so fast. So it's been a really busy, busy journey I have to say.
2: And, and what, what, 1301 soon with uh, you token, <laughs> you never know. Uh,
0: with uh, how is it competing against the likes of Binance and Coinbase? Sorry to mention the other exchanges, <laughs> 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 one, one feels uh, he needs to ask, um, uh, how is it competing against them?
1: Sure, well, I mean, first things first, you know, in the space, it's still now it's getting last year really kind of spread its wings but before mm. that I didn't really mm. see most of them as our competitors as much as kind of our uh, Pe- peers.
2: Our, oh, yeah. yeah,
1: our peers uh because we're really trying to build the industry yeah, together, together. Yeah. and so in that sense we are competitors but I also feel like we're competitors to try and enhance the industry and competitiveness usually yeah. makes you you yeah. know do better things I love that but, yeah Yeah, but what I would definitely say is, you know, we are typically the first exchange to list all of the legit uh, altcoins. You have like crappy platforms that list, (laughs) list anything. And then I think typically we're the first big exchange with a lot of volume and a lot of users who will list the altcoin first. So kind of like the... Uh, gem coin exchange might I say
0: would you say that was the major USP of gate.io
1: um I think so I think again I think it's
2: one of them yeah
1: yeah definitely one of them uh and we have a really dedicated team to that uh like our bd team really works really hard to be able to achieve that so it's kind of like all of these Altcoins will use Gate.io as, you know, like the initial launch pad. Um, but however, you know, people will come for that, I think, mm-hmm. typically. And then they'll stay because everything's available here. Yeah. And, and uh, there you go.
2: Yeah, so can, can I just take a step back because that leads me brilliant into why I, I, we actually jumped, uh, Rob Rob jumped into the next question before I had a chance to ask this when we were talking mm-hmm. about the, the inception of, of Gate.io. Um, you you once said that, that sort of, you know, and and we love this. Um GateIO was sort of basically built on, on on major pillars for exchange for an exchange of success, which included include security, great user experience, um, basic functionality, and then developing and building out that functionality based on the, the progressiveness of traders' demands and the market's demands as well. And this is incredibly similar to to you, Hive, in, in that we, we build our, our sort of our Web3 projects on, on what we call the five laws of the Metaverse. Um, just a, a phrase that we coined, but basically, it, you know, it, it sort of it pulls together all those, those sort of essential aspects of, of a successful Web3 uh, Metaverse project, including, you know, decentralized governance, no censorship, uh, universal wealth, um, you know, convergence of physical and digital worlds. And, you know, and, and, and definitely, so we, we see a great similarity with, with your success and also you have success in that, you know, a lot of, if you look at, you know, we didn't run an ICO, but if you look at, you know, 2018, 2019, um, there were a lot of projects that popped up on the scene then, and they've, you know, they've since disappeared because they didn't really take seriously those building blocks and they just kind of dove right in at the, the deep end. And we, we built a, a viable sort of social network experience um, around our Web3 project and our cryptocurrency. And I love that because that just sounded so similar to to, to what you said about about Gate.io and and obviously why Gate.io have not only are one of the oldest, but also one of the most successful crypto exchanges as well. So I think that's brilliant.
1: For sure. I think you have to start out uh, and really lay a good foundation and a good culture. You know, I think a lot of these... Other exchanges, sometimes I might have questions about, like, ethically, how they're functioning. 100%. Like
2: that. Uh,
1: even though, you know, they're, they're successful. Uh, and even though they do, by being successful, they're really helping the industry out a yeah. lot. Uh, that's something that I wouldn't align myself with. Uh, and I think, uh, yeah, it's important to know who you are, you know, and, and what your boundaries are.
0: Exactly. Uh, Talking about boundaries, moving on to a slightly personal question. (laughs) It's it's nothing for scale, I promise. Uh, (laughs) When did you get into the world of crypto and at what stage do you think it was possible to have a serious career within space?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I got into the crypto space in 2016. I was just really curious of its implications. I joined the online platform called 21.com. And I kind of dabbled uh, in the space and familiarized myself with different. Did,
2: didn't 21 rebrand to earn.com? Is it still Correct. around?
1: Correct. It, yeah. it, it, did. it did. It was acquired by Coinbase. Um, and yeah, it was kind of an accident I finding it. But. Uh, what I hadn't kind of expected is just the complete rabbit hole that I would get into, and mm. I became really obsessed. I think a lot of people have told this story. Yeah, really obsessed really also changed like my worldviews about finance and um yeah, and thankfully it really worked out. And uh, I had my digital, digital marketing agency at the time, and uh, I started working with some crypto clients, and then I. Now, two years later, I got the opportunity to drive marketing at Gate.io, and Amazing. I've been the CMO ever since.
2: Don't you think that's brilliant though? There's so many people globally shared that same experience of that, you know, that sort of like analogy of the rabbit hole and just getting sucked in. I mean, it's the same thing for, for myself as well. And uh, I think one of the things that you also mentioned as well, I've, I, I've read or or, or, uh, or or saw in a video and um, that you did previously is. When you were working with 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 twenty one, you sort of you start seeing that you were earning this thing called, called BTC, and you and you're like, what is that, you know? And, and you sort of you know really, like I said, jumped down the rabbit hole and start to learn more about it. And again, I think I think this is what a lot of users on UHive Hive are experiencing right now because they're earning these UHive tokens, they're joining this social network, they're yeah. earning. They're earning these U Hive tokens. They're like, well, what was this? What's this U- What's this HVE2? What's this U have token? Um, and I love the way that, that that it's it's kind of you know for, for yourself and for most people and people that share the same sort of genesis story into crypto. It was just a fantastic learning experience, and yes. it was extremely eye-opening to realise that there's this massive, you know, Web three world out there um, that that you know we've just got. We're just barely scratching the surface off. We're just sort of getting access to. Um, so I think, I think that's, that's brilliant. And I think it's something that pulls together a lot of the crypto community, this, this universal Genesis story, you know, how, how it all came together.
1: Yeah. It's definitely a question I'll ask during an interview. Um, you know, Oh, like, how did you get into crypto? Uh, and you can usually tell, uh, by that answer, how passionate yeah. they are. the only thing that I do feel for people who get in nowadays is like, it is such a busy space. Space yes. uh, with DeFi and NFTs, and one of the things that I really tell people when they get into the space is like I can't even keep up with everything. Um, <laughs> even if I even and even if I spend my entire day not doing all the, the busy things that I have to do at Gate, uh, I would still not be able to know everything. Yeah. So don't feel like you need to understand all aspects of the crypto space, learn about Bitcoin for sure, learn Mm -hmm. about Ethereum, and then just like learn about whatever it is that interests you, whether that's DeFi or NFTs or or, uh, something else, oracles, that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I think that's what's amazing about Git.io because you can actually sort of, you know, know, garner a little bit of knowledge about all of those things just through this one platform, which is a great way to ease into it.
1: Absolutely.
0: Murray, what's your view on the current uh, crypto market uh, state, and how does it affect GATE um, day-to-day?
1: Yeah, so currently it looks like the crypto market is kind of resurging following the recent dip, and we're really excited about that. GATE.IO does pretty well volume-wise, irrespective of the state of the market. But we're not gonna like pretend that it doesn't affect it, of course. But the key here is that we're not just offering spot trading, but we're also offering futures trading and mm-hmm. NFTs. And so since we have so many of the, these products, we are definitely gonna be able to jump on whatever's hot, like irrespective of how Bitcoin or the other cryptos are doing. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh- For individuals who want to learn and get into crypto, uh, we can agree that it's important for them to understand decentralized finance. Uh, Would you like to give our listeners an idea of what decentralized finance is and talk to them about the advantages of it in comparison to centralized finance?
1: Wow, that's like such a (laughs) loaded question. All right. So like the idea of decentralized finance or as we call it in the space, DeFi, DeFi. Um, is to use smart contracts and create financial instruments that aren't controlled by a central entity. So DeFi apps are open and public and anyone, anywhere, regardless of their location, can participate in them. So it doesn't really matter if you have a bank account or not. And this is a really important po- point. As long as you have a phone, as long as you have access to internet, you can then participate in DeFi. And this is really different from traditional finance, which is kind of bounded by all of the rules and red tape and only benefits the select few. Finally, I really would like to point out like an, a really interesting aspect of DeFi is how they kind of all come together like Lego blocks. And if you have done your research, you will know how to connect all of these DeFi apps to amplify your yield.
0: I'm sure Ragsy would like to call out to Lego blocks. Yeah. Uh, we had a Ragsy, an NFT artist who designs everything for Lego uh, on our podcast recently. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that Lego gets a
2: mention on this one as well.
1: I miss <laughs> Lego.
0: Um,
2: Jay, have you got a question? Uh, well, just just I mean, similar to to um, to what you just asked in terms of basically the definition for DeFi, and, and I think one of the things that we can we can talk about on a consumer level is when people do get into DeFi, especially when they start exploring the the entire space, um, and they do look at exchanges. Um, I think it can be quite overwhelming um, to, to to begin with, and and I think one of the one of the best ways to to learn something is to do. You know, it's always better to the, you know to to do than to, than to read or just listen to others. Um, so I think deep diving into crypto without cash in hand is uh, is a good idea you know create a, enjoy you know obviously creating an account on on, on gay um, you know creating a watch list um, figuring out how those sort of those those tools those trading tools work um, the buy and sell orders and follow, you know just a simple. A simple toe dip into it. But then, you know, when you obviously feel comfortable enough, deep dive. Um, but again, I think it's very important that, that, that people do, they get on board and they start creating accounts and they start joining, um, you, you know, hot, hopefully reputable Discord groups, Telegram groups, learning about particular cryptos that they're interested in, create an account on, 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 on apps like Gate.io. And like you said, uh, but it, all you need is a phone and an internet connection. Uh, yeah, and that's it. And then even if you, I think I don't know if Gate.io do, but uh, but, but some platforms offer, um, uh, what was it play 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 money? Um, so you can you can um, set up trades or investments and see what you know basically how it works before you start using real cash and you know stuff like that is just is is, is excellent. And and I think one of the, the main sort of um, calls to action of the, of this pod is to basically get people into crypto, into Web three, and start doing don't just read about it don't sit on the sidelines um and again a, a brilliant thing about you is, is, is that's what people do you know you join a social network but by doing you start trading crypto you start sending crypto you start selling crypto um minting nfts and uh, and you know pl- platforms like gate io and Uhive are just a brilliant place to start Something we often talk about is, uh, well, I often talk about getting my mum to be a crypto user. And I
0: like, think the easiest way to do that is to get her to sign up to Yeah, Still haven't managed it. <laughs> well, she has signed up to it. Uh, we can't have you on the podcast, Marie, without talking about the NFT magic box. Uh, would you like to talk a little bit that, uh, about this and why in particular it's been a success and the overall success of it?
1: Sure. So in the last couple of months, the NFT Magic Box has minted over 300,000 NFTs. So it's kind of really become a very up and coming marketplace. You know, a lot of marketplaces have been launched by a lot of newbies, I think exchange uh, NFT marketplaces are the new exchanges of two thousand and eighteen.
2: <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> we have a we have a marketplace,
1: and um, I don't know. I think one of the coolest things about Magic Box is that because it's using GateChain, there are no minting fees, and so this really that, allows yeah. artists to focus on their creation and they don't have to worry about the minting expenses. So I definitely think that's a really huge selling point and we are working on some partnerships uh with some artists to really uh to really launch uh, the magic box yeah
0: of course you've had partnerships with board eight and also alan everson uh was that last year i'm guessing it was last year yeah it's still quite new <laughs> it's only two months into it um how did these partnerships come about and like oh, you just mentioned it we can expect some more in the future
1: So Gate.io's market reputation was enough to get those partnerships done. And, uh, you know, it is the market reputation, the strength of our tech. And also, of course, having 10 million users, that means there's 10 million users that are available to come and buy right away. Mm -hmm. And we are going to see regulation of NFTs. I think we're going to see regulation this year for crypto. And I think... Uh, NFT only just showed up last year, but I think they're going to lump it in. Um,
2: mm-hmm. in you, you heard it, it here first from Marie.
1: <laughs> On YouTube. I think um, Facebook uh, made it like obligatory because they yeah. said they get into NFTs. So um, <laughs> as a result, any of like the NFT ex- uh, exchanges or whatnot who don't do KYC will soon, I think, become irrelevant but the fact that we have already all of these users we have already volume uh was kind of enough and then of course they also saw the value of like the no fee uh, minting nft platform and while I can't tell you yet about some of the other partnerships that we're working I was working just about with,
2: to ask. But I had a feeling <laughs> really, you wouldn't be able to tell us.
1: We are really working on an artist first approach. Yeah. So we're really trying to empower them to be able to showcase their work via different initiatives. So we call it uh, the INO, Initial NFT Offering, and Digital Art yeah, I love it. Uh, You know, I, sp- I spend most of my time in Europe. And uh yeah, it's really great to see all these artists um I think that's brilliant. Yeah, come to life, you know. And so I'm really I'm really looking forward to seeing how that Yeah, because
2: if you if you mean if you look back at the inception of NFTs, I mean that is that that was a a, a big sort of um you know, that, that was like the major calling card for, for sort of NFTs was was to, to tokenize the the art space. And make it EA accessible to basically you know the general public rather than the the, the super wealthy, uh, and also give give artists. I mean, there's that that you know uh, old adage, the starving artist. Um, give artists another way to actually turn their their profession into a to a means of income, and and I think that that's gotten forgotten somewhere along the lines, yeah. especially with all the 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 sort of the not not really the drama, but the, all the. The, the, the hype around the, you know, the, the board yeah. apes and the, and the, the NBA hot shots and all this sort of stuff. And I think the artists have actually been, been, been forgotten a little bit. So I, I think it's brilliant that you're actually refocusing and, mm. and, and, you know, looking at that group of creators um to, you know, as a, as a real focal point for your NFT.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think yeah, it's on. been a really amazing year for NFTs, you know, and, I'm, I'm also really curious about how NFTs and DeFi are going to come together because I think like that will be huge, especially in the time that we still have before all the regulation happens. Mm. Uh, I do know that there's a lot of stuff happening there.
0: Uh, gate.io has chat rooms, podcasts, live streams and more. Do you think this helps keep the Gate community together? And do you think it helps people learn more about the current and future space that we're in?
1: Right. So I really, really agree. Git.io takes crypto education really Mm. seriously. Um, You know, there's there's two things. There's the bull market uh, or the bull trends, and then you have to onboard everyone, right? If you want to say competitive. And then when it's bear trend or bear market, then we focus a lot on education because it's really important. All of these newbies need to understand what they're investing in, Uh, right? I don't think they can do that. So like I said, we're not just an exchange. We're trying to really build an entire crypto ecosystem and education's really important in all of that which means like on our team we spend a lot of time actually we have like a weekly meeting where we just talk about trends just talk about what's trending what are users talking about what are they interested in what knowledge are they lacking what knowledge is our team lacking uh because something new came along all that good stuff uh i couldn't
0: have you on the podcast without asking you what your honest opinion on the metaverse space is going to be and Uh, some certain organisations that have already been mentioned are going to be successful, looking at Mark Zuckerberg's uh, project in particular. Do you think it's just a current craze or a phase or something that can be really capitalised to help people?
1: Right. Well, I love the concept of the metaverse. I I think, in a way, uh, we are already kind of living in the metaverse. Certainly, yeah. Um, I actually, I was watching this interview with Rob Hall and you know what he was saying is we're in the metaverse right now, technically, because we're not sitting side by side, we're not in person, right? We are virtual, even though like this is our real representation. Camera, it's a ugly a
0: mustache.
1: I got rid of my mustache. Very <laughs>
0: really What can I say?
1: <laughs> but yeah, just just this just the time that we spend on social media and on Reddit, uh, all of that is kind of the metaverse. We haven't really called it as such, but Mm -hmm. it is in a way. And I think with NFTs bringing in digital possession and crypto opening up like opportunities like play to earn Mm -hmm. and alongside of course, the breakthroughs in AR and VR and AI, We'll probably be seeing a lot of cool stuff in 2022. Uh, still very primitive versions, I think, but tech is scaling pretty quickly. I wouldn't be surprised that by 2025 we see you know a lot of what comes yes last year and this year really come to fruition yeah. and like have some really nice design. So GateIO is really studying these places closely, and we're going to be incubating uh listing promising projects all of the metaverse uh like projects have like created a little office for us and they've sent it to us and we're <laughs> like yeah oh, so we go around and like decentral we're like oh it's very cool actually i think they're they're really smart you know they're like flattering us <laughs>
2: <laughs> which reminds us rob Where's the where's that gate I/O space on you? Vi? Yeah, but but definitely, I, I actually, I like that you mentioned decentraline because we often use that as, as a sort of a benchmark for you know how we're doing the metaverse differently. Um, and I think one of the clear indicators for that is, is uh, you know is, is usage and actual um, utilization on platforms. So if you look at decentraline, it's a lot of which I mean you you and I have both been in the marketing game, love these these marketing gimmicks. Um, but if you look at, you know, rock solid utility, um, you know, and actual users, uh, you know, I think they've still a long way to go, despite their evaluation, um, you know, as, as opposed to I think, I think, again, I know I'm not talking about U-Hive, but you know, a lot, but obviously, you know, um, if you look at daily users um, verse, on Decentraland versus Uhive, if you look at all the social media content, um, the NFTs, the media, the posts, the links, the chats, the conversations on UHive versus Decentraland, I think we have a very, very well established uh, metaverse world, um, you know, that has, a, you know, is, is a great place to start from. Again, where, where, for people that want to get into the metaverse, but don't want to be overwhelmed. Same with crypto. You know, you want to get into crypto, but you don't want to be too overwhelmed. You don't want to be thrown in at the deep end. And I think that's something that a lot of metaverse projects are missing the mark on um, now. So it's, it's a lot. A lot of it is is, is sort of bells and whistles, like the, the funky avatars, the legless avatars. And, uh, and obviously these these virtual um, buildings and these virtual plots um, but if you actually go and have a look there's not that much engagement going on I think that's again go harkens back to what we mentioned earlier about really building a solid foundation for a platform before you actually really you know sort of proclaim to the world that this is what we are and this is what we do without being able to back that up um, so I think I think that's very important as well we, perhaps we'll, we we can talk about that a little bit later as well uh, have we got any other questions, Jerry? For yourself? Uh, no, and I understand Marie is is uh, has got a hard stop, conscious of time. So I don't know if there's anything that, that Marie you want you want to close with.
1: Yeah. So I think, like I said, and I'll, I'll reiterate this: if you are a beginner in crypto as a whole, I think it's a little intimidating, but you don't have to be. Just create your account on Gate.io, get your KYC done. Mm-hmm. And kind That's of like, really yeah.
2: interesting, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just go through. We have like so many videos on our YouTube channel. Our guy Alec is just like, he's so funny. I, I love watching him. <laughs> video. He does all of these sketches. Uh, you go watch that, you go and check all of our blog. There's, I think, one of the great things you know with an exchange is we're not trying to really sell you anything where, you know, whereas with a project, they might be pushing you into something specific. That's not on our agenda. We're just hoping that you feel educated enough that you'll then come and use our services. So yeah, you can start off with spot trading. You can also use, like, if you just want to be a hodler, uh, you can use like the periodic investment plan that automatically invests for you. You can do some copy trading to copy like...
2: Yeah, that that's fantastic for noobs. Yeah, yeah. love that.
1: Yeah. So...
2: Um, we'll we'll yeah. include all the links as well in the description. Yeah. As well. Of, of you course, can we'll include the yeah. links. Um,
0: thank you very much for joining us, Marie. It's thank been an so absolute well. pleasure. Yeah. Very, very educational for me and our listeners, I'm sure. Um, so been thanks brilliant. for coming. Jay, it's always a pleasure. Thank Um, you, thank you, Marie. Thank you, thanks, Rob. Rob,
1: Thank you, listeners.
0: Thank you, listeners, and uh, make sure you like and subscribe below. I've been Rob, that's been Marie, and that's been Jay. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.